Well, it really is a sun-kissed morning here on Spreaker.com and elsewhere. Of course, this is now being syndicated to SoundCloud and other, um, you know, Apple, iHeartRadio. Um, today is a very interesting day. And I guess because AM970 answers Instagram went public with it, I could say it. Um, this is my buddy, my colleague, someone you just heard on this podcast two days ago. Uh, Frank Morano is doing his last morning show with Joe Piscopo. And if you think about it, he's the reason why even this podcast has grown. Because being in that radio station, I was inspired to say, you know what, there's other stuff I haven't even thought about. And thinking about that stuff, thinking about the other things that our millennial generation should know had inspired me to kick this podcast off. And Frank was actually the first person to join it from the station. I brought in Kevin McCullough too. I brought in a couple others. But Frank was really the first one to, to start it as far as that connection goes. And I'm very grateful for that. Right up until this week he joined. So he moves on. We miss him. And we will miss him. He does his final Sunday morning show at 4 a.m. On Sunday morning. Actually, I think it's 3 a.m. at Sunday morning. And then that era is done. But I, I am just thinking... Of the summer of 2013, the sun-kissed days of the summer that I would go into the radio studio, uh, even at the Hotel Pennsylvania, as an intern from a what, late, late June to early August to the point of being literally brought on, hired, thanks to Curtis and yes, Frank, uh, Curtis, Curtis Sliwa and Frank Morano. Very nostalgic today, thinking back for the last seven years. Seven years to give blood, sweat, and tears to Salem is just is has been something special. Day in and day out, snowstorm in and snowstorm out. And Frank made those days fun. He made those days encouraging. He made those days a little more relaxing by his calm demeanor. And, I, you know, one thing I will say is he wrote a letter in on October 31st, 2013 about the race, the election. We had the, the election my first half a year covering news with AM970 Answer as the producer for Curtis and the Gov. And he said, I can read it directly. He said... He, he said that to the powers that be. Just want to let you know how great Alex Garrett has been working on the evening. Not only is he very capable, learning a great deal in a very short amount of time, he has this incredibly positive attitude. When I first saw those three lines, I just thought, Frank understands me. He understands the love of radio that I have. And Kevin does too, and they all do. And that's, that's very special. And it's kind of interesting this is all happening as I've connected with my newest partner in the podcasting, broadcasting world, Mike Myers. Hello, Michael. Hi. So, uh, a friend of mine is, is leaving the radio station today, and um, it's just, you might have heard him, Frank Morano, he was just on my podcast the other day. Yeah, I did, I listened to that. And... Um, See, the 970 Instagram made it public, so I'm just going to go public with it. I mean, the guy brought me in. He helped me get through the door in radio, and I think I would say he was helpful in getting me in the podcasting world, so much so that, you know, at 21, 22, I was hearing different ideas at 970 than most of my colleagues and, and you know, millennials were. 970, that's not it. That's not a time. That's a must be a radio. Station. That's a, right. Nine seventy. The answer. Oh yeah. Well, you need to bring us up. Oh. So AM nine seventy. The answer is where Frank okay. 
brought me in. But um, I would just hear these different ideas and I started to say, you know what, this is kind of something that should be talked about. So my foundation of this podcast has always been to tell people the news they haven't been hearing. And Frank's a big reason for that because he brought me into the fold over there and I've learned and I broadened my horizon. So why is he leaving? He's got other opportunities he's following. Oh. So, yep. so he's not being asked to leave. Nope, he's, he's going on his own accord, and God bless him. You know, God bless how, moving how along. Do you spell, how do you spell his last name? M-O-R. M-O-R, okay. A-N-O. So, and I heard a little bit about the Lutheran Hour. Yes, we do a Lutheran Hour Sunday morning, 7.30 to 8. What was he referencing? Well, so what happens is at the 7 7.30 spot, he's actually not on the air for half an hour for Lutheran hour because it's a half hour yeah yeah yep yeah i know um but you know what he he worked his way into where his next position is going to be i'm not sure but wherever it is he worked his way in and then worked hard to get it so i'm very proud of him that's exciting uh and so and as i say he can be really credited with this because i want to get a different idea and now isn't it funny is that mentors moving along here you are Helping me with through the podcasting world, so I think it's kind of weird, interesting synchronicity oh. here. Oh no, no. well, we're, obviously we're we're in this together. Well, of course you, we are, but you do mentor me in ways to help me get up early. Uh, let's see. Oh, I don't know if that's is that mentoring. You do keep I, me focused. Know, I, that's well, for sure. Well, pardon me. You do keep me focused in your own oh, ways. That's just wrong. That's a. That's a that's a tongue in cheek slam. No. I can't believe you just said that. Wow. No, I'm kidding. Focus. Um, so that's that's my thing, and it's just kind of been weighing on me. I really couldn't sleep last night thinking that that whole era was um complete. You know, I was a big huh. You know I'm sports guy, but what Yeah. What radio allowed me to do is expand my horizon. For months after graduating college, all I did was put applications in to North Dakota, South Dakota, do play-by-play at these different radio stations. Oh, wow. Oklahoma, specifically, too, I remember, where President Trump will be tomorrow with a lot of people disagreeing with that. But we'll see how that goes. Um, why, are they, why are they disagreeing with him being, oh, uh, uh, rally? Yeah, yeah. See, at first, Juneteenth wasn't good enough. Oh, I am so... Now, now it's being indoors. And and get this, I understand that point. If they're going to be indoors, that, the difference would be that the protesters were outdoors and they were able to, whatever, breathe or something. Okay, I shouldn't have said that, but. Uh, oh, don't even, don't, I, oh, I am having. <sighs> but, and honestly, they were able to breathe air because they were outside indoors. I don't know how that's going to go, but we'll have to see what happens. I think I'm. I I don't know. It's it's. I think what's happening is really. Do you think there's a sector that's totally disconnected with the news right now that doesn't even want to watch it? Like they're just doing their own thing. Yeah. And there is right. Yeah, and I I would be one of those. Good. I'm just not able to. Uh, you know, there was a saying. Oh, see, I can't even. I can't. It's like I have to self. I'm quarantine sen- your thoughts. Sense, <laughs> no, well, not my thoughts. My mouth. My thoughts are just my thoughts. <laughs> but censoring myself is it censoring or censuring? I really don't know, and I don't care. But yes. Hey, Doctor Fauci just called me. He'd like to quarantine your mouth for fourteen days if you. Can. Uh. Uh, all right, that was pretty funny in my book. But. Actually, it was. It was. I was with my my little brother yesterday, helping my mom move from one. She's moving to the other side. Doesn't mean she's dying. Well, we're mm. all dying, but she. Uh, anyway, why did I bring that up? Oh, because he was. He said. He said, "Yeah." Some someone asked him once. They said, "Chris, do you just like to hear yourself talk?" Mm-hmm. And I, he brought that up because that's kind of what I do. And so he said, well, 
Mike, why don't you just keep a recorder with you? And then it's just, you're out and about during your day. You can just, well, I think I'll head off to Walmart now. I wonder what, uh, you know, just all thoughts audible. All thoughts audible. Wow. All That's thoughts. awesome. And that would be a great podcast, by the way. God, I think that would be great. Scary. It could get me in big trouble. We'd edit it, maybe, or not. I don't know. No, I think about, well, I think when you edit it, I think that's what messes it up. By the way, do you know what blue comedy is? No. What is that? Do you know what the term Ribaldi means? No, I know Garibaldi, but I don't know Ribaldi. You do know Garibaldi? Yes. Yes, I do. I don't know much about him. I just know the name, actually, but. So is that a comedian? No, I, I don't know. Oh. But why? 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 Ribaldry is a uh, let's pronounce it. Oh, ribaldry. Excuse me. Jeez, what a wench. Anyway, <laughs> it's um, it is a uh, uh, it, it's kind of humor that's see, I can't even say off color. It's humor that's probably it's my kind of humor that gets. Wait, what's his name? Ribaldry. So no, no, no. That's a term. Oh, that the term is is ribaldry or blue comedy. I, evidently, Bill or Bob Saget used to be quite into kind of naughty. There is a book called Sibling Ribaldry. That is funny. Really? I just because that was what came up into my mind. Sibling rivalry, and it's by Nikki Sullivan and Heather. <laughs> How the hell did you? I mean, heck, Nikki is in two Ks. Yeah, I, what is going on? There's a bunch of stories on sibling rivalry in and of itself. Sib- well, uh, yeah, just the term is kind of bloody good tale injury. of sibling rivalry by Elizabeth Vincentelli of the New York Post. Sibling ribaldry. Yes, that's what I looked up. Well, in a get, let's see. I'm gonna check with you know who, but it, it's very, it's very risque humor. It's a lot of sexual innuendo stuff. And, and isn't that. that what happens in sibling conversations anyway? Like stupid talk like that. So yeah, there's like sibling sibling ribaldry going on sometimes. Well, yesterday I heard that's what she said so many times while we were moving large objects that uh you must have gotten tired of that actually um well yes i i don't know because you're trying to move your mom and you're getting uh that's what she said jokes all over i can't imagine that well but see i didn't get to see my mom you see we we were unable to we're still unable to connect with her Mm. so only and only a couple of folks were allowed to go into where she formerly resided and I had to stay outside with the bees. <clears throat> the bees. The bees. Yeah, there was a lot of big bees outside. Well, okay, we're back. Hopefully, hopefully you'll get to see them. By the way, I just want to say I love waking up this morning and I love waking up the sink, sun-kissed desk with my microphone in oh, the sun. Lord. It was so nice. Wait a minute. Sun kissed. Goodness. You have you you are marvelous. My sun kissed desk. Wow. Have you uh, here, writing a book? Of course, but I'm you know how that's going. <laughs> the same with mine. Not gonna Let me know. just show you what it looks like. See if you can see that. My sun kissed. And you know what I do with my windows? Tint them. I put shades on them. So to be honest with you, the, right now I... <laughs> well, you do that. I also am shading it because the sun's so powerful. I don't want it blinding my eyes as I podcast. So, And the sun is powerful. And I think we've lost that. We don't realize how powerful the sun is and that... That if everything, if if our lives would revolve around the sun, making the sun preeminent as mm. the sun should be, we would, uh, I think we'd be a lot better off. But, you know, not everybody's buying into the sun stuff. 
not only not only that, but you know, he was made by God. The son's made by God. So oh, you're referring to the, you're referring to Jesus. I was referring to the son. Both uh, of them were made by God, actually. A lot of us, well, and I think a lot of us are are wearing lots and lots of uh, sunscreen because we really don't want our sin exposed. We would rather have it. That's just weird. So hmm. anyway, life means is good. being sunburnt is sinning. I don't understand that. I don't understand what I just said. It's not even uh, you know what I have up on my screen right now is homosexual orientation sinful. Yep. Guess what else is? Mm. All kinds of things. So let's just quit picking. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> All I'm thinking is uh dating is slim pickings for for Christian males sometimes, but that's can another I story. Can I tell you something that happened yesterday? We yeah, had a tell bed. Me. We we had a bed frame that we put out on the on the in Boone you put stuff out on your parking area and if somebody wants it they just pick it up. Mm. So I had this bed frame out there that I've been trying to get rid of for three years and my wife kept on saying we need to save it because maybe TV. <laughs> oh whatever. So we finally put it out there and somebody as I'm helping my mom move stuff somebody sends me a text that says hey I really are you the guy with the bed I'd really like to have the bed. And and make a long story short, as my wife and I were going out to disassemble it to put it back for this this gal, mm-hmm. somebody else took it, and this gal's not happy with me now. Mike, you always find yourself in these situations, and I don't know how you do it. Well, it, it, it's like first come first serve. Well, okay, can you hold it back for me? <laughs> yeah, but what if I hold it back for you and then you don't show up? Now I've held it. And, and by the way, that's t- that's totally not the point of first come, first serve, isn't it? That's not the point to hold it for someone. No, it's not. And guess what else? What? Todd Stevens this morning sends me a message. <laughs> this is hilarious. It's not hilarious what's going on with him. But what's hilarious is <laughs> he says, I'm going to have to cancel again this morning. I said, well, no problem. Uh, evidently, you didn't read my other message. I canceled a long time ago. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Are I you just, not doing a show today, or you just didn't want to talk? What was what's up? I'm doing a show today, but it, it it did not include him because we couldn't nail down a time, and so I went ahead and uh, yeah, I'm doing a show this morning. God good, devil bad. Mm. Uh, don't do that. I'm not doing anything, but I agree no, with what I, you're saying. I I was thinking this, but. I, don't do that. that don't do that. That's uh, me, hey, do you think people still need that reminder? I think they do. Even in 2020, they still need that reminder that the good is, uh, you know. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. And I, I need the reminder that that ribaldry, or however she, however it's. Ribaldry, yeah. Ribaldry. Yeah. Thank you. Ribaldry. All I could think of was rye and then bald. Because so, <laughs> I'm. I love I love that word I because it just is like a, a remixed form of rivalry. I just love that word. Interesting, yeah. Oh, and it's all, baldry is another term used. Baldry. I feel like I'm in a crossword puzzle right now with you. Um, well, I I don't mean it to be that way, but no, well, I love I, crosswords. I have to keep. Oh, oh, oh. Focus. Question for you. Yeah. Do you no. do you feel as cathartic as I do writing things down instead of typing them in the phone? Like I do these crossword books and I do Sudoku, and I feel so cathartic just using the writing motion that it's just been helping me along the last few weeks. No, I think there's something to be said for it. I really do. It's something that we don't we don't do as often. Have you when you when you write things? Does sometimes do you find yourself? really messed up like sometimes you'll print sometimes you'll use cursive well with the crossword puzzles i just i just fill it in in print in a bowl you know large print so that's block letters i was just curious because i think my handwriting uh, speaks volumes of of just how i am which is all over the place let me guess you write not well yeah you write chicken scratch or not really or Okay, uh, see, I can kind of understand that, but that's because we've been talking about it. 
Yeah, exactly. What does that one say? Oh, sun-kissed. My sun-kissed desk. Hushish. Hushish. I had to get my mom to help me understand what I wrote on this plate. This is incredible. Can I show you this? Hold on. Yes, you can. As we just kind of sort of hang out here. So that's what, that's what Alex and I do. Literally a week before the pandemic. Literally. I was in church, very frustrated with things. On March 8th, I wrote this on a plate. All these different things. Wow. During church? Uh, yeah, because it was so emotional to me, I had to write it down. So you weren't listening to the sermon? It was based, it was based on the sermon. I mean, come on now. What do you mean, come on now? You always focus when the... Pa- I know a pastor's wife, I, I sent her a text and told her to quit texting while her husband was preaching. That was <laughs> she funny. must have been okay. flipping out. Well, no, so anyway... As you can see, it's really scribbled, and I just wrote it yeah. in the heat of the moment. So I get my mom to help me figure out what the heck I wrote. But a lo- I love that song. But a lot of this stuff ended up, I won't read it because it's very personal, but a lot of that stuff ended up being slowed down in my life. It was incredible. And I asked this one week before the lockdown, and I just don't know if this was one of many that people were asking for a slowdown and that God mm-hmm. gave it to us through the quarantine or what, but there was something there. There's something relatable because I said healthy relationship. Well, now I'm in a, a relation. I'm not even in a relationship, but I'm out of a toxic one. So I think he heard me there. I had trouble swallowing. Um, you know, continuing to be healthy and, and to post this podcast with wisdom. That's what I... Oh, because I started to feel like a lot of the stuff that I was talking about wasn't as wise as it could be. And look at who came along. Literally, you came along. And I think for however it is, whatever you you know, you know, think of yourself as a goofball, oddball, I don't. I think you're a very wise, spiritual, godly person individual I mean godly in the sense that you know he's always there no matter what you go through and I think that's inspired me to just get better people get get others on my pod to share the same message you know I'm going to get a little choked up here because this is weird I was thinking about this this morning you know it's one thing to know uh, I can know I can know about my wife I can mm. know lots of lots of things about her to but actually know her and I was thinking this morning at about 2, 3 a.m. I know a lot about Jesus stuff. But I want to I want to hang with him. Mm. I don't mean hang with him. See, even that, I was going to say earlier, you know, give them enough rope to hang themselves. And you can see why I can't I can't say that. Mm. Because someone's going to take that and say you're you're a freaking racist. Um there's just so much going on that I think that's what people are doing. They're, they're, they're so not wise that they're, they're just kind of sort of hanging themselves. And I just reread with their words. I just reread what I wrote, and this is even bigger to me right now. My biggest goal of all is to post as you would post with grace and love and wisdom. Oh my gosh, that's powerful. That I didn't just, uh, understand that just now. Like ooh, it hit me. Wow. Where's the moist towelettes when I need them? Shouldn't we all strive to be like that? My yes. biggest goal is to post as you would, Jesus, with and God, with grace and wisdom and love. Whew. My sermon's done today. I'm, you know, I. Uh, wow. But but this is to your point of continuing to talk about good versus evil because people still won't understand that concept of posting with grace and love at all. Would you say that's true? Love, wisdom, and power. Huh. I'm sorry. What'd you say? I'm saying it's amazing though because this conversation is you're you're going to have about good versus evil needs to happen. But that's because very few want to take the time to post with grace, wisdom, and love. Oh my gosh. Interesting, yes, and because I think that's what happened the other day with this, and I'll mention his name, George Wagner, who has the upside-down flag thinking that we're in 
you know, the country's in serious. I saw countries. I saw a guy driving with that. It drove me nuts. But that's another story. Well, and what's interesting is he posted something about, and I think I mentioned this yesterday about, you know, what would what would Jesus do? Well, mm-hmm. I think you might, can, you know, flip over tables and and pull out some whips. Well, actually, he made the whip on the spot. He didn't carry a whip with him, and he was upset. Uh, and to make a long story short, this guy responded with, because I, I said, George, do you know why he did those things? And somebody else responded, and then he responded. He said also, and he also, Jesus uh, died to sort of forgive our sins or something. And all I could do is think, I'm going to give this a thumbs up, and wh- who knows what could come from this conversation. Mm-hmm. I mean, you and I had talked about, gee, maybe I should invite him on the show. Yes. I know the yep. guy. He, yep. he used to work on my computers, I think, maybe. Is this the one I stupidly said to Taser? Is that someone else? I don't know. Could have been. Because you said there was an agitator on the Boom community page. That's not oh, him, yeah, though. He, yeah, yeah, he's the agitator. But by some of the posts that he's making, I realize that this is one of those people that maybe is thinks that he's got it as many of us fall into that trap as Christians. We think we got it all down. It's like, no, you don't. (laughs) The minute you do, it's you get, you start over. Thank God his mercies are new every day. And that's a different conversation, but finish your thought and I'll ask you what I'm I'm just thinking now. Well, I'm just, uh, it's, this could be, uh, uh, there's a door opening there Mm -hmm. and I don't want to close it because it's not a door that, I mean, maybe God's drawing him. God's doing stuff, I think, with his with his kids, getting mm. us to, like you said, the post with wisdom and and more love, more power, more grace, love, love, and wisdom. Yeah, grace, love, and wisdom. Grace, love. But the the line post as you would post that should be a Bible verse nowadays, right? Thou shalt post as he would post. Yeah, grace, love, wisdom, gentleness, respect. Wow. Um, hope that lies within. Yeah, I think that's great. And I think that's a, a soft answer will many times a soft answer will get people to back off. They're like, oh, maybe I'm a little over the top. Maybe I shouldn't be such a jerk. But Mike, <laughs> you were just saying, uh, well, wow, this is great. So all this biblical stuff that just is coming together as we're just conversing. Because you just brought up an amazing point. There are some, I think, that still think reading the Bible every day and reading that will be every the end-all be-all, and they don't... Would you say some don't know how to apply it to real-life principles and real-life situations if they think the way to handle it is just go quoting the Bible over trying oh, to absolutely. figure it? Absolutely. You know, uh, knowledge uh, puffs up, love builds up. I mean, you can have all the knowledge in the world. I could, I My mom would be saying some verse, and, you know, and I'm like... Yes, mother, I know. I yeah, so you know, Mike, but do you know? Do you do as 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 Pastor Bruce used to say, listen with attention and intention. Mm. With the intention I know you you get on me about that. You're like, Did you listen to me? <laughs> Did I really? Sometimes. If I'm a little out oh. there in space and you're like, Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Oh, I sh- I got to be careful doing that because I'm guilty of the same stuff. That's the I think I think Alex, that's the toughest thing to do is to have, is to have to look at ourselves and go, guilty as charged, and here I am, pointing out that crap and stuff. It's the log in the spec. It's the human nature to project, it, really. To project, that's the term. Oh, I got to Oh, sneeze. Oh. oh, oh. <laughs> Are you gonna sneeze on the air right now? No, I won't. I do have a safe microphone though. It's running away from you as you're starting to sneeze, though. No, I'm just kidding. No, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yesterday at the nursing home, it was kind of interesting because I was standing outside this automatic door, and this one person, um, because it was me, they were going to go ahead and let the door slam into me, but then they saw it was my son, so they decided to be kind. I just have this sign on me that says, kick me, pick on me. You know, Mike's a dork. Let's just make fun of him. And it's 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 okay. 
Is it though? Because I know you get very agitated about it. Like especially on Facebook, you get agitated when people sort of try and kick you down and don't argue with reason and all that other stuff. No, it's, you're right. It's not okay. So I'm best off just not engaging, and that's why. Uh, but yet, sometimes it's important to engage. If you want, to why have would someone let the door slam in your face? I don't understand that. This person is there. That's just they're just having fun. But it sounds to me like you know all these people in Boone, Iowa. I don't know. I just I get a sense that you know. All I these love people. Boone. I love getting out. When I was. Uh, out with my son the other day he said geez you know way too many people <laughs> i just love i just i don't know who was your tell oh it's okay let it out <laughs> let it out you know it's let that it kind of fr- I, I don't even know i'm very relaxed this friday it's the end of the week i want to be a nice weekend it's father's day happy father's day to you yeah is that any good plans or fishing? Yeah, actually, I think I'm going to do some fishing today. We got some rain last night and uh, planning on, uh, yeah, I'm going to go hooking. Well, and I, I don't know if I should ask this, but I know your son, um, I guess, was in trouble. I don't know if you talked about it on the air or not, but, you know, you told me that story. And whenever your son is in trouble and yet you go, no, but and yet you're going to see him on Father's Day, right? Yeah, absolutely. Will that get you emotional? Like, wow, it's amazing he's here right now to celebrate this day with me. Because that's kind of how I'm. I feel when I'm around my dad. You know, he was he was uh, kind enough to help move stuff yesterday, and so we got to we got to do a lot of hanging out. And um, <laughs> I got to tell you, we are. He's my son. So when I was taking him to uh, the the halfway point to go to Banyan and he doesn't have a problem with me talking about this. Sure. He, uh, uh, he was really losing it. And, mm. um, I had this song playing, uh, run devil run, which is just a great song. And, uh, it, it starts off. It goes, so he's going through DTs and it's like his sensory, his hearing is just like, super sensitive and his mind is playing all kinds of wow kind of, reminds me of a song huh. and so he's hearing this 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 song and then he's it's like he was freaking out and so yesterday i i said something we were sitting at the supper table and i said something about a trigger and he said dad do you even know what a trigger is i said yeah a trigger might be something that you know might trigger you to start doing drugs or whatever and he said yeah but uh I don't want to trigger into having another seizure. <laughs> mm. I just had to laugh. It's not funny, but it's funny. So you have to help him not be triggered. Is that what it is? Like what triggers? No, it? absolutely not. He, he, he's teaching me. <laughs> it's like, dad, it's okay. But is I he epileptic? Kid. He is. He is. a. And then I told him about me breaking stick with a German shepherd. And he was like, what? Yeah, so if you ever think that you're, you know, you're kind of way out there, we're like, we're like this. Son. We're, just, <laughs> we're like we're, this. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I always, I actually love when my dad tells me stories he's never told me before because that makes him, how do I say it? It makes me feel like I'm in an adult connection with my, my dad more so than a child dad connection. Yes. And those are... Yeah. Those are very powerful to me because, see, being having all those needs as a kid needing to be met, special needs or not, yep. now that I can truly enjoy my time with my parents, yeah, has been such a. I mean, they oh, that's part of the COVID. They've helped me. Yes, that's true. But even so, with my dad, because he's you know I haven't seen him as frequently as I used to because of the COVID. But but the point is, like, they've all. I've really gotten to know them. It's kind of interesting to say that, but I've gotten to know them because I'm older now and I can truly be the son that I want to be for them. And as you use the word know, it's different than just, you know, hearing stories about your dad. You're hearing stories from your dad 
and you're right. talking about really, yeah, it is. It's and that's why the whole relationship thing. You know, we're created for relationships, and and uh, and I don't want to make you cry, but can I tell you what I told my mom? So no, no, cry. she wants to do other projects and get things done, and I'm I'm supporting with that. But I said, you know what? <laughs> you know, you spent twenty something years on this project, and now it's kind of grown up and ready to do its thing, and. I want you to focus on your project, knowing that this project can take care of itself. Was that supposed to make me? Because I'm I'm saying I I am ready to take care of myself and you can go and do your own. You sound like a pompous ass. Okay. Well, I guess. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) That's cool. That, you know what? There is a, yes. In fact, as you're saying that, you know, you end up having a, a, a 35 year old, um, Oh, I wonder how my mom thinks about me. It's like, has he grown up yet? Nope. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. But but I don't to say that to, you refer to yourself as a project. I think it's been a project keeping me alive for twenty plus years, and I've worked in that myself. I'm always growing myself, and I'm always working well, on well, myself. So, it, which is important. But do you think? Did you use the word the term project with your mom? I might have. I don't remember, but it was kind of in that context that I was thinking of. I get it. I understand what you're saying, and it is. It's like, cool. Now, mom, get your. You know, for me, get the get the get the book written. Exactly. Exactly. From grass to grace. Tell people about breaking stick with a dog. <laughs> so you don't think your mom thinks you matured? Nope. <laughs> but 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 I don't know that. Well, my mom hasn't either. That's what's so f- cool about. Can I tell you something? Yeah, of course. Of course, Michael. Michael, of course you can tell me. So my stinking little brother Chris yesterday, he's he's in her her assisted living apartment and uh he came across this paper and it was something that mom had written down about our various uh our names. No, the days we were born. That's what it was. Monday's Child. Isn't that a song? Let me see. Rod, my my brother Rod was Monday's Child. Monday's Child is fair of face. Bob was born on a Tuesday. Tuesday's Child is full of grace. Chris was born on a Thursday. Thursday's Child has far to go. He's the youngest. <laughs> Dale... Uh, would be uh, Saturday's child works hard for a living, and I was born on a Sunday. But the child that's born on the Sabbath day is Bonnie, blithe, good, and gay. So my little brother <laughs> sends me this message. So apparently, mom knew you were gay. <laughs> oh no! And I said, and you have a problem with gays? I do believe Jesus died for them also, and I. He said, never said I had a problem. Just wondering why mom kept this so, so under wraps. And then he said, you were always the prettiest of all the brothers, in my opinion. <laughs> Wait, so you were born on a Friday? No, Sunday. Me Listen. too. I was born on a Sunday too. Okay. And I love it. Uh, and my family loves talking about that. But your birth was probably a little more easier on that Sunday. I don't know. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think it was. Did you get home, like, did you, you don't remember this, but they bring you home, like, right away, or? Um, I recall, yeah, there was fresh blankets. No, no, I don't, I don't. You don't remember any of that. (laughs) Of course I don't. Uh, I never asked you about your dad, but because it's Father's Day, do you have any memories you want to share of him? Probably the best one. Because he died early in your life, right? Nah, he died about uh, seven, eight, nine years ago. Okay, so you had him for a while, for a long while. Well, yeah, but this is another case where, you know, I, I, yeah, I had a, a, did I have a dad? No, Mm. he he taught me how to fish. He left when, he left my mommy with five boys when when I was about four. Okay, so that was the whole thing. Okay, yeah. yeah you had told was, me that it, before. Yeah, yeah. 
So, you know, as much as I hate to say it, I wasn't terribly broken up mm. when, he, when he passed on. He never quite understood what he had. And I, and I, and I get that. He was a very simple man. Um, and that's okay. That was my dad. But knowing that he died nine years ago, does that mean you had connections with him later in life? Like, did you reconnect with him at all? Or Oh, yeah. Yeah. And did he ever acknowledge it that he left or he just kind of didn't? Um, not really. He was more. He, he never he he had an eighth grade education. Uh, tough, had a tough childhood and pretty much. um just never really grew up. I don't think he ever really understood the concept of, of what it means to be a. No, I can't say that either. That's just not fair. My dad taught me how to fish, kind of a mm-hmm. little bit. Well, can I ask you then what the reconnection was like? Because now I'm curious to know when you reconnected with him and at what age. And uh, let's see. Um, well, I mean. I reconnected with him. I'd see him on occasion and, you know, we would have kind of fun hanging out. Uh, we would just not discuss the past because he could never understand why my mother was so upset. And it's like, wow. I remember having a conversation with him one time at, at the house there on Ross road, cross street where I grew up. And, uh, it, it, he could not get his head around what he had done. And I, I went off on him. And he was crying. But I, I think really, you had I think you had to do that to give yourself a little peace, no, and a little closure, maybe. I don't know. But it seems like you had to do that for your yeah, own peace. But it's kind of like it was kind of like it was kind of like yelling at a person that can't hear you. Mm. Does that make sense? No, it does, because it maybe I mean he was crying, but maybe he just blocked it out. I don't know if he also blocked it uh, out. Well, no, maybe it was breaking through that he didn't realize what he had put, mm-hmm. you know, and and us through as his as his boys. I mean, he promised that he'd be there on a certain day, and and then not show up, and we just got used to it. You know, he's not going to show. He's a no show. Says he's going to do something. Mom, but you know what? What I, I've been guilty of the same thing. So that's why I want to be. I want to be. I want my yes to be yes and my no to be no. And if I tell you I'm going to be here at seven in the morning, my time, eight your time, I need to be here. Now sometimes I walk slowly. But do you feel like you've learned um, from your dad to be a better father to your kids? Like, did you say, "Well, I'm not going to be that way with my kids. I want to do something different for them." I've thought that, but have I carried through on that? Not, not necessarily. Oh my gosh. Well, you end up, you've never been through this stuff, but you know, I've third marriage, three families. Mm -hmm. Uh, unfortunately, sometimes what, what, what happens is you move on and it's like, what happened with them? Did you just forget about them? But to get to reconnect Mm -hmm. with, with with my boys that is, is cool. really great it is great we we will be going camping soon oh nice so how many boys in total now do you have how, did that, that i know of oh michael <laughs> three yeah that's awesome and you know and you're on top you know you keep on track of every one of them um yeah yeah, Michael lives here in town. He has seven kids. Wow. Brian lives in Ames, which is only 15 minutes away. And Daniel lives here in town, and we're tight. I don't, I'm very, I'm extremely blessed. You sound it. I mean, you sound I it. I mean, because look at this. In 1979, you're out of this cycle. You're, you were in it, and then you got out of it. And now you have three boys, you have all these grandkids, you have family that, I mean, look at this Father's Day as a day to say, thank God that you have all of this around you. And Yeah. And, uh, there's when you know that, that's how you know you need to treat your body better. That's kind of where I come at it with the way I treat my body. It's like, 
Well, I shouldn't say it based on that, but you know, when you think of all the love you have around you, it makes you want to take care of yourself more. Sure. I have a question though. So you're, because maybe, and I don't want to put down the town of Boone, Iowa or Iowa, but you said your father didn't get an eighth grade education. Would you say that some in those towns of Iowa just don't want to grow up because there's no, I don't know, there's no empowering of people sometimes down there to where they can grow? Like, I don't, am I wearing it right? I think it was just a case with him that he, um, I just don't think my dad ever really, you know, grew up and here I am having problems with ribaldi, ribaldry, right? <laughs> right. Sexual innuendos. And I just had a conversation with a, a gal on Facebook this morning and we, we both realized we probably have the same problem and we need prayer. Did you flirt with her? <laughs> um, no, no. Well, all right, you don't have to answer that. I don't want to put you on the spot, but but my wife knows. She's a this gal is this is the one who had this the uh, stillbirth the same day that my daughter Josie had. Her. Mm. Yeah, that's that's tough. She's a very that is neat, tough. Very neat gal who has a very deep faith, and we're very we're very similar. And it sounds like you're you're very 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 connected. Um, to each other. Uh, yes. Yeah. Well. I'm very connected, I think, to a lot of people. And I'm excited about the possibility of, I think the greatest connection we can have is love. Mm. Mm-hmm. It is it, phileo. <laughs> I like some phileo of love. I like some love, love, <laughs> brotherly love, sisterly love, agape love. Maybe I'll interview my dad. Eros. Eros, yeah. Wow. (laughs) Eros, yeah, wow. I love it. No, no, I I like the Greeks. They um, They have some very cool deities, that's for sure. Very cool what? Deities. Like, you know, Eros was a Greek goddess, wasn't she? But Eros is also, you know, Eros, like... Don't say aerosol can because <laughs> Alexa, what is eros love? Romance is an emotional feeling of love for or a strong attraction towards another person, and the courtship behaviors undertaken by an individual to express those overall feelings and resultant emotions. <laughs> That's not what it's going. It's the it's the it's the sexual part of things. But also I feel like there's a spiritual part of eros and that whole idea that, that we could talk oh, about yeah. too. Yeah. Um, Cause I will not, I will not try to be with someone who doesn't click with me spiritually. I just would never try. I do that. It doesn't make sense to me. Good for you. Cause I think otherwise it's nothing but, uh, see, we are men, but I think the problem yeah. is we use, we, 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 sometimes people in our species use that to just be whoever they want to be because, where men were supposed no I think you have to be disciplined you have to know who you should be, be with and who you want to be with not just be with someone because uh, yeah I'm a man I like women no it can't be that way it's got to be a little more structured than that like I feel like people just do it because they want to and not because there's anything behind it which is just going to lead to more disaster sometimes. which I think is the difference between you know human beings and critters i mean there's this squirrel that i've been getting really close to i her tail is missing a lot of hair i think she's i think males have been quite aggressive with her boy well you know i got six or seven of them crawling around the backyard every day so i love squirrels they're amazing and they can walk right up to you sometimes like very cathartic and this is by the way where i want to say a thank you to my stepfather because he's also in the picture for father's day and i i love him so much and you know i've listened to him on so many occasions that they've ended up being the best advice i could get and i want to thank him too and that i love him and he's taken a 
amazing care of my mom and I during this whole quarantine. And now our backyard family, which is which is fun too. And uh, and, and 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 step uh, my my stepdad was the one who showed the tough love and you know mm. get off your ass and get a job. Quit sitting there in the chair being all oh poor me, I'm getting divorced. Oh, mm. greatest thing anybody could could have done for me. And my mom didn't understand it because she was. She was a coddler, and he was a tough lover, and uh, grew up to be. A, when I say grew up, I remember the more I went over to my mommy's house one morning at about four, but I, I didn't sleep well at times. And there was this great big, large print blue Bible laying on the table, and mm-hmm. I sat down and I said, "Who's is this?" And she said, well, "That's Orville's." I said, "What? Huh. Orville reads the Bible? Yeah. Oh, that is so <laughs> awesome." That, that is, is so cool. Awesome. Because this is a guy who I got drunk with in the driveway and uh, eating Rocky Mountain oysters and drinking lots of whiskey and his pants fell off. And my mom was upset with both of us because we were being childish men mm. that were getting drunk and he was naked in the driveway. I mean, that's, that's not very grown up. Well, it sounds like in the way you both healed each other after that, though. I don't know, but. Yeah. Like you were tough on him and he was tough on you. Anyway, I know he got to go. So, no, he wasn't. I was never tough on him. You were not. Okay. Never. My stepdad? Never. No, he he taught me so much. And I have have his hammer and his saw. Oh, nice. Yeah. What was his profession? Oh, carpenter. Carpenter. Okay. Uh, He was actually the uh, head honcho of the carpenters union in this neck of the woods. Great guy. I'm sure that was a little more civilized than some unions around the country, I would hope, because they were more, like, closer together. I, th- I think so. He's a great guy. We had March 7th birthdays. Well, you are like a brother, but I did give you a little present. I updated our playlist on YouTube, so all our videos are now up there and that ready to be me. seen. <laughs> that scares me. I'm, I'm going to back off on the videos maybe just for, like, you mean the ones I do now or the ones that you no, do? No, no, the ones that I've been doing in the morning. Getting too much traction? <laughs> no. Actually, very little. It, it's it, I, it's not anything other than it's not that big of a whoop. Mm-hmm. I just am, I, right now I'm focused on fishing. And my wife loves it. She's not, not, she doesn't love the fact that I'm gone. She loves the fact that I'm, this is a woman who said, I want you to enjoy your retirement. Wow. Yeah. What do you want, Wicker? Jeez. <laughs> hey, bud, I know it's seven minutes to nine yep. Eastern. So eight, eight, 9 a.m. Eastern, Radio Hope, Mike Myers. What a productive talk today. I'm glad we had this discussion. Yeah, me too. It's, it's, uh, it's a connecting before doing whatever. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm leaving you now. Love you, brother. Be well. We will talk to you soon. I will. Bye. Bye-bye. I'm Alex Garrett. We will talk to you tomorrow. Not sure what's on deck podcast-wise, but we'll have to see. Have a great rest of your Friday. And if you do not come back till Monday, have a great Father's Day for those who will be celebrating. Take care.